so many Christians are trying, they're, they're basing their happiness on getting it all together and having it all together. And you can't, you, you can't, if we wait for that, we're never going to be happy. So the, the concept of happy and perfect people is that's the <laughs> culture that I think is God's, the culture that God is, wants in the earth. We need to be able to, to embrace our weaknesses without settling for our weaknesses. Mm -hmm. You know, that's really what, what we're talking about, being happy in, in the present moment, being, being, finding that place of happiness. You know, the Bible says, happy is the man that does not condemn himself. Mm. It's not saying happy is the one who God doesn't condemn because God already removed all the condemnation from our lives by sending Jesus to die for our sins and there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. But it's, it's, it's us who condemn ourselves that make us unhappy. But happy is the one who does not condemn himself. So I think the real goal to me in my life, what I'm trying to live out and what I want to model and what I want to encourage all of us to live by is finding that place where you can be happy, not because you have it all together, you got it all done, you figured it all out, but because you accept yourself and you don't condemn yourself. You accept yourself because God accepts you. There needs to be this personal inner contentment and to learn how to be content it doesn't mean we're settling for where we're at in life. It means we're content with where we're at in life, not settling, but because you have to be content at every stage in life. What stage will you ever be happy in if you're not happy in the current state? What do we talk about that, that contentment is not a, a state of, it's a state of mind, not a state of affairs. And, and you know, a state of affairs is how are, my, how are the things in my life going? That should determine, most people, as long as everything in my life is going good, that determines my contentment. But contentment is a state of mind, not a state of affairs. Like you have to carry contentment with you wherever you go. Like you have to be at peace with who you are and where you're at in life doesn't, and again, it doesn't mean you're settling. It just means you're at peace with God. You're at peace with yourself. And that's what causes you to be at peace with, e with each other, with other people, is it starts from within. So, you know, if you can just remember the state of mind, not state of affairs, that's, awesome. that's contentment. That's happiness. So happy and perfect people is all about um, not settling for our imperfections, but being, but being happy in the midst of our imperfections and that is that can only come from knowing that god feels that way about us he's not saying hey joe as soon as you get it together i'm going to really be happy with you right, right. he's pleased with us now he's happy that we just believe in him if we just trust him that's where what does the bible say it says um happy is the man who trusts in the lord and whose trust is the lord that's where happiness comes from. It comes from trust, not from more money in my account, uh, more popularity, more hits on Instagram, more whatever, yeah. more, more of anything. None of that is going to make anybody happy. People are going to be eternally seeking forever that place of contentment until you realize that God's good with you right now, mm. so you be good with you right now, cool. and that will make that will that will bring out the best in you because you're living and playing from from a mentality of acceptance. That's, good. That's it. 
a mentality of approval, not I got to improve so I could be approved. Mm. No, you got you to gotta feel the approval and that'll improve everything in your life. That's good. When you really are grateful for what he's done for you, it doesn't, it doesn't make you sinless. Gratitude for God's grace doesn't make you sinless, but it makes you sin less. You know what I mean? It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make you sinless, but it does make you sin less because you're grateful. When you're grateful, when fixing your eyes on Jesus, the Bible says, this is the secret to life. Is when you fix your eyes on yourself, you're going to find all your imperfections and all your mistakes, and you'll be self-focused and self-centered, and you'll always feel like you come up short. But in, in Him, in Him we live and move and have our being, the Bible says. In Him, we're, we're, we're washed, we're forgiven. The gratitude for that, is what I think activates the power of God for us to live godly lives. It's a gratitude. So look, when, when, we're, when we're unthankful, we, we resort to all sorts of mechanisms in our mind and ways to achieve the thing we think we're missing out on. But gratitude doesn't start with something we're missing. Gratitude starts with realizing what we already have. And your breakthrough starts with what do you already have? What can we already be thankful for? Maybe you don't have a million dollars, but you, 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 you've, you've, had, you've had food on your table every night. You know, maybe you don't have a $5 million house, but you have a roof over your head. Like God provided that. God provides for us. And, and yeah, the perspective from really seeing things from God's point of view is everything's going to be all right when you're just thankful and yeah, when you just cool. appreciate what Jesus has done for you. Yeah. And the gratitude. When you're thankful, you're happy. That's it. When you're unthankful, you're unhappy. Yeah. And the only, thing to become, the only thing that makes you thankful is when you see. Like the guy that 10 lepers were cleansed, right? One turns back to give thanks. And it says clearly in Luke 17, in verse 15, it says, and when he saw, when one of them saw that he was healed, he turned back to give thanks. It's, it's, it's when he saw it, they were all cleansed. They were all healed. But when one of them saw that he was healed, like he really focused on what God had just, what Jesus had just done for him, it caused him to turn back and give thanks. So what, what prevents us from being grateful, I think, is really what we're focused on. The Bible is so real and so alive, and I think we miss it sometimes. We miss the simplest things sometimes, that when he saw that he was healed, he became thankful. He turned back and glorified God. It, it, has every, it, it doesn't have to do with what God did for everybody. It had to do with that one man focused on what God did for him. Hmm because nine other people got the same thing he got, but they kept going in the same direction. They didn't turn back to give thanks because they weren't focused. They were focused on what they were supposed to do rather than focused on what Jesus had just done. Right. Yeah, yeah. And when you get your, your eyes focused on what you, what, everything you have to do, you're gonna, 
lose that gratitude. You have to, you have to be able to keep one eye on what Jesus has done and one eye on what, you know, what your responsibility is, but never take your eye off what Jesus has done for you. That's so cool. Because that's when you lose your perspective and you lose your gratitude. Hey, thanks so much for listening, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast if you haven't already so that you don't miss any of these episodes. Uh, And share with a friend. Share with somebody who you know would be encouraged by this content. Have a phenomenal day. Uh, Can't wait to talk to you tomorrow. We got day six coming up. It's going to be a good one. Well, they're all all good. (laughs) Anyway, it's going to be good. Hope to see you there. Have a good day.